0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to the latest episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. And uh, took the week off last week. Leading up to the Dolphins game, there was so much going on here at buffalorumblings.com. So many great podcasts. I uh, took a back seat and figured I'd let the uh, the rest of the crew kind of carry us to the finish line. And of course, the victory over the Miami Dolphins last week, week eight of the NFL season. It's it's that point of the year now, right? I start to lose track of, uh, of what week it is heading in now to week nine as the Buffalo Bills travel down to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. And, uh, you know, a game that many people are just expecting the Bills to to win and win handily. But, you know, in the NFL, anything can happen on any given Sunday. You think to last weekend, you get Mike White picking up a victory for the New York Jets. You've got Rush, the backup quarterback for the Cowboys, getting a victory for them. You know, you just Trevor Simeon, right, leading the – Saints to a victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You don't want to take anything for granted in the NFL in any way, shape, or form. So really in this podcast today, just catching you up on a few news-related items just to kind of bring you up to speed, uh, you know, as we kind of do each week. We've got the full gamut of shows here at buffalorumblings.com. So, you know, really for me, I'll get you some of those updates, talk a little bit about injuries, some of the latest news, Uh, And then I'll let you be on your way. And, uh, you know, as we do here with Breaking Buffalo Rumblings each and every week. So really the first piece of news, which you've probably already heard, is that Buffalo Bills kicker Tyler Bass was named the AFC Special Teams Player of the Month for October. And it's interesting, when I saw the headline, uh, I was like, oh, good for him. Like, he has definitely been, been solid, right? I mean, Bass has been great. And then you really look at the... At the statistics, and this comes to you from Dan Lavoie on the site, right? he said, During the team's last four games, Bass went 10-for-10 on field goal attempts and 13-for-13 on extra points. With 52 and 57-yard kicks in the mix, he was perfect even in rainy conditions against the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the first time Bass won a Player of the Month award. And it's been the first time the Bills have won the AFC Special Teams Player of the Month since Brian Mormon won it in November of 2006. So 15 years since a Buffalo Bill has been named AFC Special Teams Player of the Month. And for Tyler Bass, uh, certainly well-deserved based on his performance so far. And you look at him really coming into this second season. I mean, gosh, you think back to just about a year ago, still a little bit shakiness, right? The the rookie not getting a preseason schedule of games to to get things right and to really get used to kicking in Buffalo. But here he is now with a perfect month of October and really just solidifying himself as one of the top kickers in all of the NFL. And here he is, the AFC Special Teams Player of the Month for October. I wonder with part of this, and we've talked about it before, right? Speaking of special teams, Um, Plenty of questions around the punter position, at least when it comes to the fans with Matt Hawk and kind of, you know, his inconsistency at the position to say the least. Uh, But it does seem like him as a holder, as opposed to Corey Bajorquez, has been a tremendous upgrade and him being recognized as one of the top holders in football, as crazy as that might sound, right? I don't think there's a PFF stat on that, but maybe there is. If if so, you can find me on Twitter and, and hit me up with that information. But Maybe that part has added into the mix for the Bills with the success of Tyler Bass. Again, AFC Special Teams Player of the Month. Now, one thing, and I'm recording this on Thursday night, right? So there might be different updates that come about. um, But it does look like for the Bills, kind of some injuries creeping up in some ways for the team as it relates to you know, heading into this game against Jacksonville and the team coming out with their injury report this week, you know, in a lot of ways you think to yourself like, okay, are they being just cautious because they're huge favorites over the Jacksonville Jaguars? Is this one of those scenarios where let's not rush anyone back? But as this list continues to grow, uh, you do get a little bit uneasy, right? Like, and you don't want to take any opponent for granted, as I said before, It's one thing if maybe one or two players is resting, but then as the list continues to grow, you think to yourself, okay, what what do we really have in front of us here? So when you talk about guys that did not practice on Thursday, well, first off, you had two guys getting a veteran's rest day, Emmanuel Sanders and Star Latule. Nothing to see there. Common practice for the Bills. I imagine we will see Jerry Hughes and Stefan Diggs getting a rest day on Friday, which seems to be a bit of a pattern for the team. But other guys that did not practice on Thursday. Cole Beasley with the rib injury, uh, looked like from reports, Matt Perino had a tweet from newyorkupstate.com highlighting, you know, Beasley doing some work off to the side, but uh but he qualified as a DNP. Spencer Brown, similar situation with his back, another DNP for him on Thursday. Looked like there was some video of him doing some individual work Uh, in sweats, but, you know, nothing that would qualify even as a limited practice. And those are two guys that definitely, you know, have been on the radar because they did not practice on Wednesday. Um, John Feliciano and Dawson Knox, also with the DNPs, two guys I would not expect to see playing. Feliciano, I think, is a foregone conclusion, right? He uh, was determined by coach Sean McDermott as week to week um Dawson Knox, you know, maybe there's an outside chance, but again, I could look at this with an opponent like the Jacksonville Jaguars them saying, let's not rush him back after that injury that took place on Monday night football against the Tennessee Titans. Let's give him another week, but certainly we'll monitor and see what his situation is at least as it goes to practice on Friday. The biggest surprise on the list, safety Jordan Poyer with a shoulder injury as a DNP on Thursday. He was a full participant on Wednesday. Not sure what may have happened in between there, but that is something certainly for Bills fans to monitor. If it is a situation that lingers into Friday, could Jordan Poyer be out against the Jacksonville Jaguars and could that be a Jaquan Johnson um, filling in at starter? You know, because again, you go through with this and you think to yourself, well, okay, if it's just John Feliciano out, you can start Ike Butker or Cody Ford. Then you take it a step further. Well, but what if Spencer Brown is out? Okay, well, then that's one more hole to fill. And what if Dawson Knox is out? And what if Cole Beasley's out? And what if Jordan Poyer is out? Now you're to the point you're talking about five starters that are a DNP, and the Bills have depth and they have quality depth, but replacing five starters in this type of situation um, is nothing to sneeze at. So that is something to monitor as it comes to Friday's practice. By the time you listen to this, there might be some updates out, but that is the latest as I am recording this on Thursday night. The last piece of information that I want to leave you with, and I don't want to get into it too much. He hasn't even been released by his team, but uh, along those same lines, right, it's just one of those things that you, you, you've you got to talk about. The Odell Beckham Jr. situation in Cleveland, uh, uh, excuse from practice again on Thursday, two days in a row, the controversy between him and Baker Mayfield, um, most notably, right, where you have got um, Beckham's father posting stuff on Instagram, showing him open, you know, plenty of things out there that you can look at and think to yourself like, okay, not a great situation, but honestly, you would think it's just a situation that you guys can work through. Not something that you really have to, you know, say to yourself, like, no, we're we're not going to go here. Right. That this is this is going to be the end of of Beckham Jr. in Cleveland. And it's not something that we're going to work out um, as a team. And at this point, it does not look like something that they are going to work out as a team. I am completely surprised by by this. You know, as, as I think about it. Right. You just think of the the talent on that team what it could be, what what he can mean to that offense, getting on the same page, it does not look like it is one of those scenarios that is going to happen. So here we are that gets a little bit interesting because now we're in a position where the bills uh, you know, and this is all speculation you there's no there's there's nothing behind it, but the bills are amongst the betting favorites to be the landing spot for Odell Beckham Jr. and his next team um, five to one odds out of Vegas. And you just think to that, right? Like again, hasn't even been released yet. Has not even been released yet. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, but according to bet online, right? Las Vegas Raiders, seven to two Baltimore Ravens at four to one, the New Orleans saints, uh, at nine to two. And then you've got Buffalo and actually the New England Patriots who are both at five to one odds. Um, nothing to see here right now, right? if he is to be released and you start to hear something that is more than Vegas odds that are out there then then cool. Let's have a real conversation about it. Let's see what he looks like. Um, personally, I think it would take some kind of an injury to one of the Buffalo Bill's core wide receivers for them to look any type of a move like this. but you know more of the question comes around would he be a fit with the bills? And I will say this, right? And and many people, um, he's a polarizing figure in Odell Beckham Jr. Um, there are people that love him and there's people that you know think he's that typical wide receiver diva type from many reports and different things you see. And of course, what's happening in Cleveland right now, not really helping if that's the perception that you have. My point with this is though, the Bills have a strong enough locker room, strong enough leadership and Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, Brian Dable, Leslie Frazier, the leadership that they have in that locker room, that they could add a player like Beckham and not be worried about any sort of you know personality coming into the, to the mix that could destroy their locker room. People said the same thing around Stefan Diggs. Obviously, that has worked out. Um, all people are different people, channeling my my inner coach Beard there. For all you Ted Lasso fans, but you could look at this and say, hey, if he did end up signing with the Bills and giving it a chance to, to again, finish the year strong, maybe a little bit rejuvenated, right? Have a little bit more of a focus to prove some folks wrong. Um, I do think the Buffalo Bills could be that type of locker room where he could go and he could perform and also not have the pressure to be the number one wide receiver because Stefan Diggs would be there. So, Right now, it's nothing more than betting odds, so I'm not going to get into what type of a fit he would be, breaking down statistics, playing time snaps, where it would come from. Once he's released, if it becomes something more to talk about, I'll be happy to do it with you guys, but for right now, that's all I've got for you. So like I said, I just wanted to get you up to speed on a couple of these things, talk about the injuries, talk about Beckham, talk about Tyler Bass, and uh, of course, looking forward to the Bills game against the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. Keep it locked to buffalorumblings.com for all the updates as it relates to those injuries. Um I'm keeping the closest eye on Jordan Poyer because that is just uh, such a key piece to the Buffalo Bills defense and and really the 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 man that should be getting Pro Bowl consideration, All-Pro consideration this year, whatever honors there may be because he's having a fantastic season and I'd love to see him back on the field on Sunday for the Bills. So I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to get out of here for now. Thank you guys always for tuning in. And as always, go Bills.